Welcome to the Genius of Liberty, stories that celebrate the crucial yet forgotten role Ohio played in the fight for women's right to vote. I'm Hillary Copsey, your host. This series is named after the Genius of Liberty, one of the first U.S. periodicals published by a woman. Elizabeth A. Aldridge covered national women's rights conventions and advocated equal access to education, equal pay for equal work, and voting rights for women. She also had ties to the Mercantile Library. Catherine Durek writes and voices Genius of Liberty stories, and Chris Messick records and produces the series. Today's story is The Genius of Liberty, about one of the first feminist newspapers in the U.S., published by Elizabeth A. Aldrich of Cincinnati, Ohio. Mothers, sisters, and daughters of this republic, this sheet, though small and humble, is devoted to the interests of us all, wrote Elizabeth Aldrich in October 1851 in the inaugural issue of The Genius of Liberty, one of the first feminist newspapers in the United States. Like consciousness-raising groups of 1960s feminism, Aldrich sought to raise her readers' awareness of their circumstances and of the possibilities for change. How is it possible that in such a nation, women aim no higher than the kitchen, the parlor, or the factory, Aldrich asked. To her, law and custom stifled women, and equal access to education would free them. We may be as gentle as lambs, as innocent as doves, and our condition will change not but fire the mind of our sex with an energy and resolve that will mount with all daring and velocity to the very source of truth and right, then will a change come, Aldrich proclaimed. The human lamp must be lit and the soul warmed. Aldrich demonstrated that it was possible for a strong-minded woman to be both pious and progressive, religious, and radically aligned with women's causes, including abolition, temperance, and suffrage. For balancing her ideals, she was rewarded with favorable reviews. There is a going to extremes about women's rights and all sort of flabbergast and nonsense, the editor of Philadelphia's Banner of the Union opined. But the genius was an exception, exhibiting good logic and sound sense on important subjects. Even Aldrich's criticism of the Masons' refusal to admit women provoked a complimentary response from the Masonic Review. Sister A wields a ready and vigorous pen, the editor remarked. Her aims are high, and she pushes her way towards the goal with a zeal that never tires and with an unfaltering faith that we hope may fully realize all its cherished desires. Valuing civil debate as a means for discovering truth, the pages of the genius welcomed contributions from all who were sincere in their intentions. Aldrich published the opinion of T.S. Grimke, who felt that women did not belong on the platform or going to the ballot box. And she published the words of Mrs. Elizabeth Oakes Smith, who argued that it is not possible that entire justice can be done our sex when all the aspects of our social relations are discussed and adjusted entirely by one half of our humanity to the exclusion of the opinions of the other half most nearly interested in the question. 
writing of her journey in September 1852 from Cincinnati to Syracuse for the second National Woman's Rights Convention, Aldrich shared her impressions of the speakers, as well as the thrill of seeing Lake Erie made wild by the rage of Neptune, the falls of Niagara in a thunderstorm, the sun setting in the bosom of the beautiful Hudson, Bunker Hill, and the factories of Lowell, where thousands of women and children toiled in textile mills. Two months later, she published minutes from a smaller gathering in Mount Gilead, Ohio, where attendees resolved that the like cause for revolution now exists among us, and we believe it high time that a woman should take up the weapons of a moral warfare. Wherever woman is, Frances Dana Gage wrote to Aldrich, there should the genius of liberty wave, for nowhere that I know of is woman free to act out her own individual life and do and dare all that her intuitions prompt her to attempt. Thank you for listening to The Genius of Liberty. You can subscribe to The Genius of Liberty through Apple Podcasts and find all of our episodes at soundcloud.com slash thegeniusofliberty. Our theme music is Battle Hymn of the Republic Medley by Marissa Anderson, originally recorded live on WFMU and used with permission. Genius of Liberty stories come to you from Cincinnati's Mercantile Library. You belong here.